It's so easy to encourage your child when he or she is well-behaved and doing what you want. But what about when they mess up, when they make an excuse, when they deliberately uh, do something that disappoints you? How do you respond then, Mom, Dad? I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team. And Danny, I'm sure there have been moments when, at least one or two, when you've been disappointed as a dad. And... I don't know about you, but I, I get kind of confused in those moments. It's sort of like, should I be correcting and addressing, or should I be chill? Should I just say, I'll talk to you later? Maybe there's some leverage I have. I, uh, what, what do you do? What have you done? Yeah, you know, it's challenging because you have a lot of emotion with disappointment, right? That could get pretty toxic fast. And I've, I've had moments where I've been disappointed because I expected something different from, from my kids, knowing who they are and what the opportunity was that was in front of them. And there's one that particularly stands out. It, was, it wasn't that, that long ago. It was just a, a couple years back with my daughter at church. There's a girl from a treatment center that was at the church, and she was sitting by herself, absolutely by herself. And now we were singing at the end, and, and uh, Heather told Lexi, hey, why don't you go talk to that girl? And she refused. And, uh, and then I talked to her. I said, hey, just, just open up a conversation with her. You are so conversational. You're social. You're life-giving. You do that at school. You do that other places. Why would you not just go and and, uh, and be with her? What, what, she looks absolutely lonely and would love it if you sat with her. And she was afraid of the rejection she could feel from uh-huh. that girl and then the judgment from other youth that would be around her. And so in that moment, I felt disappointment that she wouldn't have the courage to do it because I knew she could. Hmm. And uh, I did tell her afterwards that, I was disappointed you missed out on the moment, but you have very real emotions, and I get it. It was intimidating to you. You, you they're maybe going to be rejected, and those are big emotions to navigate. Uh, I think you can press in next time, huh. and and I believe in you. Uh, and and she did. It was actually two weeks later she went and talked to this girl, and they became great friends. Oh. Uh, they're at church and. Uh, then, unfortunately, that girl ended up running away uh-huh. from the whole treatment center thing and all that. So it was heartbreaking to to my daughter, but I think it was a great lesson. And for me, I, I needed to figure out why was I disappointed, and then have I had moments like that where God would say, hey, I was disappointed you didn't seize the moment. Mm-hmm. You had an opportunity. What were the fears that got in your way? And that was a good reminder for me. All, parenting gives us so many opportunities yeah. to say, and what am I supposed to learn in this situation? Right. How am I right. being like a child? God. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that example, and it sounds like it, it turned out well, that you handled it well. I hope so. Maybe, this, probably yeah. not perfect. I'm yeah. sure she would say. She, if she could be on here, she'd say, <laughs> you know, Dad kids, could have done this a little differently. I, I'm, I'm guessing she probably doesn't even, even remember your I bet you she does. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a pretty special, uh, special occasion. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dr. Kathy Cook joined Focus on the Family President Jim Daly to talk about how to encourage your kids to be resilient, even if they're not doing what you want. What's the recap of what resilience looks like and why it's such an important characteristic to intentionally build into your kids? Right. Yeah, it's a great way to start. Resiliency is choosing to recover readily from trauma, disappointment, discouragement, fear, grief, anything that's gone wrong. And it starts as a choice, becomes an ability and then becomes a part of our character. So if parents overprotect their children and don't allow them to risk and learn from struggle, 
they may never mature, they may never learn as much, they may never develop into really who God intended them for to be because they're fearful, and we don't want them to live fearfully. We want them to live with this abundant confidence. You know, Kathy, one thing uh, we didn't get to last time, but I want to cover right at the top here, is this idea as a parent when you are trying to correct your kids, you got to really know the temperament and the style of your child. Mm-hmm. So that I think with one of my kids, you know, he's a bit more bullheaded, so I could be straight with him and say, <laughs> hey, you got to do better at that, blah, blah, blah. And he would say, all right, I get it, Dad, mm-hmm. thanks. My other one, a little more sensitive, if I were to say that, it hits right at his worth, his sense uh-huh. of value. Mm-hmm. So speak to that. Right. Oh, it's such a good point, right? To know our children, to study our children, to make sure that we are um, not parenting the herd, but parenting each child <laughs> good. individually, and um, that we honor them in that. Um, I like to remind parents that evidence is really huge. I'm disappointed because, because is a very powerful word. I'm really thrilled with your choices because, I'm disappointed with your choice because, and then Jim, with kids like your son who's more sensitive, to use specific language, it was your choice to be lazy. You chose to be lazy. No, I was just, no, you chose. All behavior starts with choice. So you chose to be lazy. You chose to not ask for help. You chose to just be flippant, not proofread. You didn't practice your kicking in the backyard so your soccer tryout didn't go as well. That's on you, son. I am disappointed because you're capable of so much more. So we need to be oh, very because, specific. There's the because. Because. Yeah. So we need to be specific and we need to give them that reason that I think is often going to come from our heart. I love it when parents say, in our family, we do things this way. Because <laughs> you know? why good. do we have a family? Why did God ordain the family? Yeah. Missions and values from this family. So in our family, we don't give up quickly. Yeah, that's good. That's Mm. so good. You've been with us before and talked about the five core needs uh, and identified them. Uh, We'll even post those at a link. Uh, But walk us through those needs and what they mean for children. Right. Security, who can I trust? Again, is my mom there for me? Will she teach me or just yell at me if I admit I need help? Will my mom be present? Is she my security? Will she love me even when I get it wrong again? Such an important question. Yeah. Identity, who am I? Am I good or bad? Am I skilled or unskilled? Am I lazy or am I persevering? Identity controls behavior. So tell your children they're resilient. I'm a huge believer. Catch them being resilient. Catch them trying again. Catch them not bubble wrapping themselves. Catch them asking for help. Say, I'm proud of you for wanting more. I'm proud of you for being resilient. What, mommy? You're resilient. You are asking for help. Identity controls behavior. If they don't have security in you, they won't have identity found from you. And that's dangerous. Then belonging who wants me. Does anybody know I'm alive? Does dad want me even if I didn't make the football team? Hmm. Does dad want me even if I only get to play one piano song and not two at the recital? Does dad want me if I don't like math and he loves math? Do I belong here? Do I feel safe in my own family? Yeah. So the way we communicate again is so important. Well, we're going to have more from Dr. Kathy Cook next time about those five core needs. And Danny... Uh, it's really important for us when our kids are struggling to kind of lean in and be a cheerleader. It's not natural to some people. Some mm-hmm. people are probably going to just think, well, as a mom or a dad, I have to say, that's life. Deal with it. Move. Yeah. 
but there's a better way, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There is, and Kathy's so good at these five core things. Was she just great so at what she brings? Yeah. Right? She even, understands even with kids a strained well. voice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Even with that, she brings some some golden nuggets for parents. So make sure you're listening into that. And I would say affirming a, a son or a daughter in a, in a difficult time can be so life giving. It can be that that little push they need in believing in themselves along the the whatever the challenge may be. I remember my daughter when she was uh, doing the as you know the aerial acrobatics that she's been into. Silks. Initially, she was having a hard time with some of those and faced some challenges and some pain on the body, which I totally understand and get. And, and uh, as we encouraged her and said, hey, just just plow through that. You have very natural talent that you've been told about. Just explore that and let's see how you get past this. But what, what do you need from us as you get through this? And it, we, we weren't trying to rescue her from the, the pain and the difficulty, but asking her the questions. What do you need from us to, get, to power through? Mm-hmm. Because we know you can and we know it's also difficult. That, that was a good moment for us with, with her. Uh, you know, obviously, as parents, we don't always get it right in those moments where when our kids are struggling, we either get frustrated and we're like, come on, just just push through that. Uh, I, I know I, I did that uh, a, a time or two with my son as he was uh, having some adversity in basketball, mm-hmm. having some just some difficulty with the coach and some um, some other players. I'm just, oh, just come on, just you can you can get through this. You can power through, Alex. You, Got this, and I, I didn't. I wasn't as present as I could have been. Mm. And over time, it accumulated to a point where uh, he felt supported when I went and talked to the coach for a little bit to understand some dynamics. And it was such a good. It was a great ending to it. But along the way, I could see moments where I didn't do the best to encourage him to be resilient. I was mm. trying to uh, to either just tell him to, to ignore it and push through and. Helping give him the tools was a better way to, to address that and to explore ways to uh, understand the issue and then let him figure it out, mm. imperfections and all. Yeah, that's good. And uh, we heard some great advice from Dr. Kathy Cook as well. And uh, you'll find more insights from her in the book, Resilient Kids, Raising Them to Embrace Life with Confidence. Uh, The book has so many wonderful ideas for you to speak life into your children. And we're going to send a copy of that book to you when you make a donation of any amount to the ministry today, uh, a monthly pledge of any amount, or a one-time gift. Uh, You'll find all the details in the show notes. And let me point you to an online list of the seven traits of effective parenting. This has been bedrock stuff for Danny and uh, for the team. And you'll read things about intentionality and adaptability and more. The link for that free website is in the show notes. More from Dr. Kathy Cook next time. And uh, for now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller. And thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Your kids are unique, and so are you. You have your strengths as a parent and areas of growth, too. Find out what they are by taking the seven traits of effective parenting assessment from Focus on the Family. Find out how you're doing on traits like gratitude, grace, and other research-backed traits. When you're done, we'll give you a detailed PDF with several pages of content on how to use your unique strengths and how to work on your areas of growth. This simple framework shows you how to be an effective mom or dad in daily family life, a parent who recognizes your imperfections and finds ways to thrive. 
You'll also get access to other resources from Focus on the Family to help you keep growing into the best parent for your kids. It only takes a few minutes to boost your parenting. Take the seven traits of effective parenting assessment at parentingtraits.com. That's parentingtraits.com.